Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets. Powered by Betsperts, we are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always is Mr. Andy Molitor. But there's so much to get through on a Friday. We had to bring in Matt. He didn't. He bailed on us on Tuesdays. We'll finally have some hockey content. Are you excited wow. for hockey talk, Andy? I know you're yeah, from Minnesota, but you've never been to a hockey game, right? No, I went to one. I, I told this story in the in the RAS call. I'm going to call it the golf slack, even though it's moved to Discord. I'm going to call it the slack where we were at a benefit um, for a fallen officer. And it was, it was a long day, and it was held at a pretty nice bar up by the river. We've been drinking all day, and we've, you know, we'd helped out with some of the stuff, and We'd done some silent auction stuff, but they had a live auction at the end. And at that point in the night, we'd had a lot to drink. And we pooled some money together for this wild... charitable. Yeah, well, it was... And it was for a good cause. It went to the family. And we pooled money together for a suite. There was a... Some lawyer had donated a suite to a wild game. And we told this one guy, this is how much we're willing to bid at the top. This is our top price. And he didn't fully understand how an auction worked. And he, after, so it started at like a much lower price. It's going up in smaller increments. And he just ran out there and yelled our top number. And I'm like, well, that's, that's not how this works. But one way and, to do it. Well, no, and it worked because it scared the shit out of the rest of the people bidding. Like, <laughs> oh, these guys, these guys came over the top like Stallone. And they are clearly going to just, you know, outbid us for anything, and we got the suite. So, been to one game. I've never sat with the poor people in the uh, in the hockey. It was, I mean, again, suites are great. I guess the view was okay. You had your own bathroom. That was the the only That's big. That was That's huge. Important. Like having your own little personal bathroom for like twelve people. That was prime time. So I enjoyed it. Couldn't even tell you if the wild one that day, <laughs> but it is on. It's on my list because my daughter has said like she enjoyed the basketball game. She's can we do a hockey game? Fuck, why not? We're not. Uh, I like how your oh. daughter is a positive force in your life, driving you to sports games. It's really great what children I can like do. And now I know what movie I'm watching this afternoon. Over the top. Over the oh god, over the top is good. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm going to make it this year up this upcoming fall because by the time she asks, it's like yeah, it's playoffs. We just spent a shitload of money on. Timberwolves playoff tickets. We're not doing both. So we'll go to a regular season game against a bad team. Who's a bad team, Matt? Like, who's a really bad Hawks. team? The Blackhawks. The right. Flyers. Yeah, I was going to say, I need a bad team that's in the Western Conference, and we'll watch that. Take, so. take, her, take her to a Blackhawks game, because that's a little bit of a rivalry, and the Blackhawks kind of stink now, but, like, the Wild fans still kind of hate the Blackhawks because they've never really beaten the Blackhawks. <laughs> the Thrashers. So why don't you go take her to one of those, and that could be a fun, fun win for her to see. I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. So it's be uh, I'll, I'll solicit. We've spent way too much time on hockey tickets at this point, but I'm gonna solicit. Well, and I have like eight months. We'll figure it out by the time fall rolls around. Time. Yeah, we'll figure out what the best spot to sit in is. But yeah, Matt does have some picks. Obviously, um, hockey was on cocaine last night. I watched part of the Canes game down at the bar. I was happy. I have a Canes minus one and a half games that obviously depends on tomorrow. I need that. Uh, hopefully Matt's right about that. But Avs Blues tonight couldn't get the closeout. It was kind of similar to the Warriors. Couldn't get the closeout. We saw Blues in what was it? Blues and OT to force another game. So only one in the slate is tonight. What are we? Uh, what are we looking at? I 
I'm very intrigued by both of these games coming up because they, I don't want to, I don't want to say like tonight feels like a, like a must win for the abs because if they lose, they go home to game for game seven. But like the difference between the Warriors losing their, their closeout opportunity early in the series yeah. and getting a chance to win is that the uh, the Warriors are a experienced team who's been there a million times. They're very good, but like their experience, they've done it before. One loss in a playoff isn't really that big of a deal. Whatever they'll they, they'll come back the next game and be fine. They were they were playing a young and inexperienced team in the Mavs. The Avs, as good as they are, are kind of this young and inexperienced team that hasn't really experienced playoff success before. They don't have that one guy that you know a lot of teams go out and trade for at a deadline. That's you know the grizzled veteran that's won a couple cups that plays in the third line or, or can be a leader in the locker room. Like the Avalanche ha- have experience. They've been to the playoffs before, but they. They've all had the same experiences, which is getting upset earlier against teams that they're better than, which is the case here. This is this is a Blues team that they're better than, and this is also a Blues team that is experienced in winning Stanley Cups. This group, a lot of the a lot of the players from the 2019 Cup team remain. They have guys like Brandon Saad and Nicoletti who have, have Stanley Cups elsewhere with the Blackhawks, and uh, other players. Tory Crew has one with Boston, like. They have a whole lot of Stanley Cup experience, and you saw it in Colorado the other night when Nathan McKinnon goes and scores this highlight reel, amazing goal for a hat trick to put them up four to three late, and there was no panic. They pulled the goalie. They score with 50-some seconds left and go win in overtime. Um, that said, I am going to be on the Avalanche tonight because I think that team, that core is too talented to not finally get over the hump. Um, I, I think they are faster better they've been great on the road against st louis and i really do think that that jordan bennington injury earlier on in the series is going to end up being the final blow because Vili Husso just hasn't been quite as good i think the blues come out playing pretty well tonight and if the abs withhold the kind of first 10 minutes i think you see them kind of pull away in this game and not maybe not pull away but like take control of the game like they have on the road the last couple of times. I think they're outscoring St. Louis 11 to five in the two road games this series. So I do think they close them out tonight, but there's definitely some intrigue in this story, in this series, the storyline. It's not like the Mavs pulling off that, you know, f- holding off the sweep and can they actually come back? The Blues act- absolutely can come back and win the series because they're a team that's been there before. And then I'm going to take the team total over three and a half because usually when the Avs win, they score more than three goals. Uh, I think the winning team in this series is four of the five games has hit that hit the over of that mark. Like I said, Avs have scored six and five in their two road wins against St. Louis. So I'm going to go with that. Um, are you, you guys going to be tuned into that one tonight? Or are you guys all, all both, both NBA? I'll definitely be watching some of the hockey. I mean, that was, I made the best decision of my life last night, turn off the basketball game and watching the second period of Oilers flames. I mean, that was awesome. What a great trade! Someone that, that took was. the over seven. That seven. That second period was a whole lot of fun. I was like, oh, we're only at like four here. Like, I think we're gonna get it, but it's close. And then I check. I was I was out to dinner. I checked my phone. It's like, oh, well, the over already happened in about seventy some seconds. <laughs> yeah, shit, shit got out of control there, which is the best kind of hockey, in my opinion. I think we should. I still think we should ban goalies altogether. Just make the goal a little smaller. Just make it hockey or basketball on ice. Like, yeah, no, there should because be a, you still need the goalies flying everywhere to add some. Time. I don't know. I think there should be a three-point line in, in hockey. No. <laughs> Andy's I'm, just trying to turn hockey into basketball. On ice. I am just kind of turning it into basketball. You, you just want a little – you want a hoop at the on the on the ground at the goal line for, for – You're right, Matt. I'm not ready to give up glove saves. 
I'm, yeah, you I, still I, need that those glove saves in overtime. They get the great announcement. That half yeah. second moment where you're not sure if it's in or he's got it. Yeah, no, I did. And then I did he just kind of tosses it up to game. himself. I love it. Uh, and if, if you like scoring and such, I don't think the next game is going to be for you on Saturday night, Andy, because I'm doing something I don't normally do. I'm taking an alt under on this one. The, the total is five and a half. Uh, the alt under is, is plus 126 at five. The Hurricanes have just been kind of unable to score on the road at all in the playoffs. Um, they, they've been great team at home. It's been a completely Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of performance. They, they unstoppable almost at home can't really do anything on the road. They can't generate much offense. I think it's eight goals and five road games so far this playoffs. I don't really expect them to go out and, and like the, you know, put a whole bunch of goals by Igor Shesterkin, who's maybe the best goalie left in the playoffs. I just think at some point they kind of have to get that first road win if they're, and I, I don't think there's a better spot to do it than right now. They haven't quite been, I've liked their efforts a little bit better on the road against the Rangers than, than I did against Boston. I, I think they're kind of due, and they also have a goalie in Antti Ranta that's playing really well. Um, so I think tomorrow night is probably going to be a little bit of a goalie duel like a lot of the games in this series have been. And I'm just going to roll the dice on a coin flip kind of game. There, the, the money lines are even. They're both minus 110. Wouldn't tell you wrong if you wanted the Rangers. I think the Canes are finally going to – they're due to get one on the road. I think they kind of get one here because I do think they're the better team in the series, but that would also make for a fantastic game seven because New York has been a lot more competitive on the road than Boston was and kind of going into Boston, Carolina game seven, you kind of figured Carolina was going to roll. Uh, the Rangers have given Carolina just about all they can handle on the road so far this series. So that's, that's going to be an interesting one to watch tomorrow and maybe even game seven as well. Yeah, and like I said, I've essentially already made this bet. I have the Canes minus one and a half games in the series, which is only possible at this point if they win 4-2. So I'm, I just uh, wanted to I, root I, I, That's why I took them, Andy. I want you to win your bet. Yeah, I was going to say, I will not tail this because I've already made this bet. But for sure, Dav's team total. I'm all about that. I think I'm perfect in the playoffs with live betting hockey. I've just been live betting like good home teams that go down mm-hmm. one nothing. Like that has seemed to work out. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wait for one of those situations too. I'm down with that. Um. Otherwise, tonight, I don't need. I'm not sure I'll watch this game, Alex. I feel like it's just kind of. I don't know. Like, uh, we we've put this Heat team in hospice at this point, and it's just you know we're just kind of waiting it out. It doesn't feel good. It's a nine point nine point home favorite, which, I mean, stranger things have happened, but. Oh, are you betting this at all? No, no, I'm not. It's I want to follow some of our sharp friends, Darren Summer, who floats around the chat. So I'm good follow on Twitter. Gave out some Jimmy oh, Butler yeah, overs. Some props. I'm all down for some Jimmy Butler overs tonight, but I don't know how you bet this game. Um, this line was closed at six. I believe the last time they were in Boston, maybe six and a half. We're now to nine. Um, not that Miami doesn't deserve some sort of negative adjustment for what we've seen the last couple of games, but I just... It's hard for me to justify it. It's again, as I go through and watch those last couple games, I'm trying to pick apart what's going on in Miami. And it does really look like they're just out of energy. They're out of fatigue. They're just, you know, warriors that have fought too many battles at this point. It's there's just not a, a, as much energy now. You know, I'm always optimistic and Spolster and his ability to kind of figure this stuff out. Butler is someone who has been tremendous in these situations um, in the few times he's had them in his career, but it just seemed like this is just too much to ask of this team. So maybe look at like a Boston team total over some kind of thing or 
you know, maybe play the full game under if you think Miami's going to be competitive because it's just going to be a, a knockdown drag out game if Miami has any chance of winning it. But I think the easier angle, honestly, is take some Butler prop overs and don't worry about all this other stuff because it's it's really is so hard to figure out what's going to happen tonight. I mean, Boston could win by 25. The Heat could win by 10. I wouldn't be surprised at either of those outcomes. Yeah, just kind of let the game come to you. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, I was about to say I'm not sure I'm going to watch either game because it's like a Friday night, but my daughter's having a sleepover. So there's going to be like at least one other loud 10-year-old girl at my house. So I'll have to retreat to a quiet room and watch some sports, which is uh, it's the cure for all of that. But yeah, I'm with you there. And our guy Darren Summer in the chat. I'll probably uh I'll probably just play whatever props he plays too. He's good at shopping around and he's a guy too that he uh he he not quite to the point that I have to do it where I drive down and cross the border and go to some shitty Casey's, but he's uh he's an Omaha guy that drives across the border to the well, I mean there's actually casinos right across the, the river from him in Council Bluffs. He'll no. go over there and play it, play at some of those casinos. He's taken me to some, that that was uh he took me on a tour of uh Council Bluffs one time. I went to several casinos late at night. It was sure fun. that was tough to talk you into. Yeah, I was like, oh man, my family's going to bed early. Should I should I go to these casinos and gamble? Mm, that sounds terrible. To do. So, um some quick golf. Um looks like right now the leaderboard is weird. Nick Taylor, eight under. I I would stake a decent claim that Nick Taylor does not win this tournament. But basically, your whole top 15 is full of guys who I don't think can win this tournament. So anybody's game, I have Chris Kirk as one of my outrights. He is a stroke back, feeling good about that. Davis Riley, three back. Both of those I got at 50 to one earlier this week. So chip chair and a chance. I'd love to see one of those guys play really well and accidentally bink this. That'd be awesome. Most of my full tournament stuff is doing okay. I know Mito and Answer, something I gave out on the show, Mito's up by two strokes in one that looks like they could straddle the cut line and uh, end up cashing that today. I'd love to cash a few of these full tournament outrights or matchups today. Uh, my daily stuff is sputtering along this morning after a nice day yesterday. The one I gave out on the show yesterday won, so we'll try to keep that up with one of your many, many, many first-round leaders, uh, Varner, is something I played. But the one I'm going to talk about is Mr. Matthew Neesmith. Not a great Thursday for him, but I do have high hopes. He is an outright I played. He finished one under. I want to see a little more out of him. He's somebody I also bet top 40. Um, but him over Eric Van Ruyen, just, again, based on everything I put together for this kid, where I said, hey, I'm betting this guy outright. I'm betting him at 180 to one to win this tournament. I actually believe he can compete and win this tournament with his his uh, ball striking ability and uh, EVR. I hate fading this guy. He's a Minnesota Gopher, but I, I do not believe in him right now. He had some struggles yesterday. I think those continue and probably get worse. So minus 118. Found this at Bookmaker. If you want to play along, neither of these guys starts golfing until. Well into the afternoon, I have my tracker up right now. It looks like 12.50 p.m. Central is the earlier tea time of the two. So you got till almost 2 p.m. Eastern if you want to play along on this one. Neesmith over Van Ruyen, minus 118 for me. And that just will close it out with some more tennis in the ITA. 
<laughs> That's right, the Iga Tennis Annihilation, as I've, I've dubbed it lately. It's just staggering the way she continues to win some of these tournaments. I mean, you know, good for us for loading up on all those Iga parlays. I think I still have a couple that are open. <laughs> I should go back and check, but it really has been a dominant tournament for her. I'm heartened. Sabalenka's looking pretty good. Goff's looking pretty good. Anna Samoa's cruising. So, you know, are the three that we've got left that might have a chance to beat her, that will probably lose to her. It's, it'll be fun. I'll get to lose two outrights to Iga this tournament instead of just the normal one. Um, but we continue. We're get, have, doing pretty solid in some of these um, single round matches. Had a good start to the day. We did lose our Azaranka Teichman under just there, but it's a hedge against entertaining tennis. So if you're watching right now, um, go ahead and flip over to that when we're done. It's been a really fun match. Have two bets for tomorrow, though. Another underdog I like, Veronica Kudermatova, or the Kuder Monster, if you will. Goes against Paula Bedosa Haber, the Spaniard. A really solid player overall, but a little better on hardcourt than she is on clay. And I think is being a little overpriced here. Kudermatova is someone who is starting to put it together, has generally not been as great on some of the slower clay courts as you know, I've, I've mentioned this tournament in Rome specifically, you know, really heavy ball, really slow clay. And Kudermatova had a nice little run in Rome this year. Again, it's just getting better. And this looks like a, a really long match to me. Thought about maybe taking an over here. But um, Bedosa, when she does lose later in tournaments, it's not often in a battle, honestly. She kind of folds pretty quickly. And for whatever reason, whether it be fatigue or some some sort of stylistic issue, when things go, they go pretty quickly. So just going to take Kudermatova here. Give me plus 260 on the money line for a half stake, and then I'll go a full stake on the four and a half games. And then we're going to stack some totals here for Jessica Pagula and Tamara Zadancic, two women that play a lot of long sets. I probably will look at some first set overs once those start to open up again. It's a little tough with lines right now. Some places even a little too scared to hang spreads, Dave Mason. Get it together. Um, <laughs> like the over 20 and a half games there. You should see that a few places. And then over 22, the alt, you can find that. Our sponsor at FanDuel has stuff like that. A few other places. But we'll take a dog and some overs tomorrow morning. You know I like overs. It's more tennis. Always more tennis. It's more better. All right. So golf is on right now. Tennis is on right now. The other sports tonight, it's going to be a full day. There's college baseball. I might be betting some college baseball here and there. If somebody's, uh, man, just somebody has an account. You really want to bet baseball. You've wanted to be a baseball better for like two years now, and you're so bummed I, uh, about the home run thing. Now we're doing college baseball? It just so, Somebody else has an account that it's getting bet into. It's like, I'll, I'll play along with those. Whatever. It's get weird. And I enjoy the College World Series. Speaking of, God, all these Omaha mentions. Omaha Storm Chasers. I, I don't know. Maybe we can make that a thing. Our Omaha Minute every time we get into it. Sponsored Probably by Omaha not. Steaks. I love free meat. Omaha, Omaha is a lovely and, town. It actually kind of is a nice area. Fuck it. I hate saying nice things about anywhere Iowa. And Cornhuskers. That's true. But uh, yeah, for us here, thanks, Matt, for some hockey bets. Alex, as always, some basketball, some tennis. I didn't have a lot. I didn't, I didn't bring a lot this week. I need to really buckle down and get into some NFL. I don't want to get too nuts early, but I'm going to, I'm going to start betting into some, some season long NFL markets probably starting next week. So I wouldn't surprise me here soon. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if win total Wednesday was right around the corner. And last thing before we go, Holt from the chat says Cajuns versus South Alabama. I'm sure he's referring to Louisiana, formerly Louisiana Lafayette of the, Sunbelt? Think it's Sunbelt. I think it's Sunbelt. I'm 90% sure that's a Sunbelt conference tournament. 
So thank you for that, Holt. That's the official user pick of the day. This is not a segment. I just added it. And with that, we'll catch you Monday. <laughs> 